0: Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
1: What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons from beauty products to boxed water. There are more opportunities to go paper than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment and it turns out the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfoldscom
0: papertarian.
1: This is the New York City Cast with Will Hill presented by Bet Rivers.
0: Welcome to the New York City Cast presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook A Monday show for you. Jeff Parles of Eason will join us. We will talk Mets, Yankees, can I say division races? Certainly the NL East has gotten tighter. The AL East has gotten tighter. Both teams win on Sunday to give themselves a little breathing room, and these teams will square off tonight, possibly. Uh, some rain in the forecast. If they do play, it will be Scherzer against Herman in the Subway Series, Yankees versus Mets. Mets minus 170. Total is 7, which looks low for a game of Yankees dating, but remember, the Yankees haven't hit at all going into yesterday. 11 runs in the last 21 games. I just can't lay this kind of price with the Yankees. I would look towards the Yankees, plus one and a half if this game is played, if you are going to bet it. But the Yankees, where we're going to start, like I said, both teams had big wins. The Mets, just a tremendous win in a year where they've had a ton, a ton of comeback wins, great wins. This was as good as it gets, maybe not as Theatrical as some of the other wins, the Dodgers, the first Phillies ones, the Cardinals one, they've had so many incredible wins, but the one on Sunday was about as important as any, but you got to start here with the Yankees and what was just, look, I, I left for vacation. I went to Vegas, left early Sunday morning a week ago, got back late Saturday night, was gone for pretty much a week, just about down to the minute a week. And they won one game when I was away. Like I said, they went 21 games where they've scored 11 runs You thought maybe on Wednesday the Donaldson Grand Slam down three runs would spark them. They'd get going. Not the case. Montas gets bombed out of the building, and he's been a disaster for the Yankees. Then they lose Friday. They can't hit. Every guy they've traded away has done really well, whether it's J.P. Sears, Montgomery. You just go down the line. Gallo's making a contribution for L.A., which, look, I can't kill him for that because he was basically striking out every time he went up to the plate. He was like the kid in Little League who can't hit. But everybody, they gotten back. Ben Attendee finally comes through on Sunday, but he had not done anything up until yesterday. Like I said, Montas has been a disaster. The relievers have been fine. But I think the biggest thing for the Yankees is this is what happens when you settle. This is what happens when you get Ben Attendee instead of Soto. When you get Montas instead of Castillo, who's been great for the Mariners, who was rumored to go to the Yankees. When you pass on Machado, when you pass on Harper, when you let Burleyander go to the Astros, when you don't get Corey Seager, you put Kiner-Falefa at shortstop. This is what happens. This is what you get. This is all on ownership. You can put plenty of it on Cashman, the manager, You know the duo of Kiner-Falefa, Donaldson, has been a disaster, just completely giving them nothing. And there's plenty of blame to go around. I know people want to blame Cole, poke fun at Cole. Look, I'm at the point, you paid Cole to be great. He's no longer great. He's still very good. So you can certainly fault him for that. He is not a great top of the line, top five, top ten, maybe even pitcher in the league. I don't know. That would be interesting to go through pitcher by pitcher. Who would you rather have in a big game right now, Cole or X? You could probably talk me into 8, 10, 12 names instead of Cole right now. So Cole has been an issue. And I don't know that I would take Cole over Cortez right now. So Cole for the money he's getting paid has been a slight disappointment. Look, second last year in Cy Young voting, so. And he was pretty good, not great yet, first year. Cole's been good. He just hasn't been great, and you're paying him to be great. So Cole has certainly been an issue, but the, the big problem has been the bats. No Stanton. Lemay who missed time. He's back now. They missed Carpenter, and, and they certainly missed Stanton in a big way. Sounds like Stanton is going to be back this week, played in rehab games over the weekend. But the Mets, but the Yankees, I mean, look, it, it just comes back to going cheap. Going cheap. When you shop at the discount aisle, you know what? You get a lesser product than the Yankees. It didn't show itself early in the season the first half of the season but once you once you get injuries that frugalness that cheapness starts to show itself and the Yankees have gone extremely cheap whether it's Boone, at manager not being aggressive with cashman look if this were George Steinman or Cashman Boone they would never survive such a period of mediocrity they just wouldn't and the roster would look a lot better. Now he would have made some mistakes along the way he would have traded all these minor leaguers Volpe Peraza he never heard of these guys these guys would be in San Diego or somewhere but this team would have Soto or Machado or Harper or Seeger or probably two of the four at least. So there's blame to go around to me. It starts with ownership. And I, w- I was very happy to see how Steinbrenner got booed Sunday during Paul O'Neill's ring uh, jersey ceremony, whatever it was. I mean, they retire everybody's jersey. It's crazy. I, nobody loves Paul O'Neill more than me. Nobody, I mean, who could not love Paul O'Neill? But I mean, come on. They retire everybody. Pretty much anybody who's a 98 Yankee, they retire the number. You know why? Because it sells tickets. So. Uh, if you're looking for somebody to say something bad about Paul O'Neill, this is not the podcast for you, but I mean, it's a little too much with the Jersey retirements, but that being said, Hal Steinberg gets announced and he gets booed and he should get booed. And you know what? Some of the fans, they're to blame too, because you know what? You enable this stuff. You still show up at the games when they're worth $7 billion. They make more revenue than you can count. And you're still showing up to these games, paying 50 bucks to park. When they're giving you garbage in terms of these off seasons with, whether it's kind of and Donaldson last year, they gave you Kluber, nothing else. A few years ago, they passed on Machado, they passed on Harper, they have excuses for everything. Well, we couldn't, we didn't have the prospects to get Soto. Well, we, we you know, we had to settle for Benatendi. Well, we couldn't get this guy, we couldn't get Verlander. They have, they have become the champion of excuses, the champion of excuses. Now they win the game Sunday, eight game lead, 40 to play, seven game lead in the lost column. Saturday, when they, when Cole lost, was the first time where it started to really creep in my head that oh my God, they could actually blow this division, and it's still not totally out of my head. I still think they'll win the division. I'm not as confident as I was a week, two, three weeks ago when this division was basically over. It was an afterthought. But with an eight-game lead, seven in the loss with 40 to play, they should be in pretty good shape. Should be. Now they get the Mets for two, and then it gets a little easier. Oakland for four, Angels for three. On the West Coast, So those games are never easy. But those teams are so bad, you should be able to go four and three, five and two. And when you have this big of a lead, one six and four, seven and three stretch really puts it out out of reach in terms of the division. Because even if you play 500, you got 74 wins. You play 500, you go 20 and 20. That gets you to 90, 94 wins. So that's going to put pressure on Toronto to go like, what, 31 and 9. Toronto's got a few extra games left. But you get the idea here where Toronto's going to have to play exceptional, incredible baseball. And I guess you could throw Tampa in here because Tampa and Toronto are both deadlocked, both the same record, both 10 games over 500, and eight behind the Yankees, seven in the loss column. But both those teams are going to have to play incredible baseball, and both those teams are, you know, slightly over 500. So to expect them to go, you know, 31, 32, and nine over the rest of the way is asking a lot. So if the Yankees can play 500, they'll win this division. They'll win it comfortably. You get Stanton back, you get Severino back, Lemay back. Can you get to 500? I guess they could. I guess they could. I mean, but look, they just went a week where they only won one game. They got swept by the Cardinals. They lost two out of three to Boston, two out of three to uh, Two out of three to Seattle. They have been a very bad baseball team for like six weeks now. So this idea that they go 15-25 and 25 and this division gets tight, I don't think it'll happen. But could I call you, would I call you crazy if you, you told me right now, hey, they're going to go 15-25 and, and going into the last weekend of the season, last weekend of the series, uh, season, they're going to be up two games or three games. Is that insane? Again, it's unlikely, but it's not insane. So plenty of pl- blame to go around, whether it's Donaldson, kind of Torres hasn't really hit for a while now. Judge is in a slump. You can't kill Judge. Judge has been incredible. The injuries, the front office, Boone, you name it. You name it. And, look, even if they win the division, they have a ton, a ton of questions to answer when it gets to a playoff series. Can they hit in a big spot? Do you trust Cole in a big spot? Do they have enough pitching behind Cole and Cortez, the end of the game in the bullpen, which was a huge asset in the beginning of the year with Holmes? Is a big question mark. You kind of have to piece these outs together. They don't have that bridge. They don't have that seventh, eighth, ninth inning. You know, last nine outs of a game when you're up a run. You know, Efros and Trevino and hold your breath with Chapman and Peralta. And maybe you get Holmes back and maybe this time off will do Holmes well. But there's plenty of questions right now with the Yankees. And let's just, let's face it, you could see them winning a the series. Maybe even they went to it. It'd be very hard to see them holding up the trophy here at the end of October. It'd be very difficult with... All the flaws, all the warts they've shown here the past six weeks. Now, October is a new season. Everyone's 0-0. You'd be home for the first round. You put Cole on the mound game one, Cortez game two, maybe Severino. And things could look a lot different. You have Stanton back. And maybe, you know what, you take a, a deep breath. You take a deep sigh of relief here once you do clinch the division, if they do clinch it. And they'll play well once they get to October. But, boy, you have to have a ton of questions about this team, the roster, the front office, the GM. And, all the way up to the ownership. I mean, this is just not uh, – boy, it's hard to believe. It's it's just not the same team it was early in the year. It's hard to believe they're still up eight games. They're really lucky they're only, they're still up eight because Toronto hasn't played great in the stretch. Tampa hasn't played great in the stretch. If those teams were you know, playing like Atlanta has played the last couple of weeks, this thing could easily be two or three. It easily could be. They've gotten very fortunate that Toronto has been very shaky as well. So, Yankees in action tonight. I think that win yesterday – Save the division. You save the division. Is that the right term? Is that too strong? Boy, if that thing got down to 6 and 5 in the loss column with all this time left, I still would probably have picked them to win the division. But you'd have to be very nervous. This one gives you a little bit of a breathing room. It gives you the two-game swing. Instead of going down to 6 and 5 in the loss column, it's up to 8, 7 in the loss column. So you should be okay here if you're the Yankees. But, boy, they have a ton of flaws, a ton of issues. You name it. lineup. Rotation's good; it's not great. Back of the end, back of the game with the bullpen, Boone. Uh, you name it, the Yankees. Boy, you can't count them out because once you get in the playoffs, anything can happen. But it's just very hard to see them winning a championship right now. They're just such a flawed baseball team. But they win a game, which is uh, a big story, big news, as the Yankees do win a baseball game. That should uh, should grab some headlines. But who, another team that won a game, a huge game is the mets and really it's been a season where you've had great win after great win whether it's that philly rally early in the season the st louis comeback those braves games in atlanta before the all-star break but none maybe bigger than sunday because the braves who had won what 11 out of 12 since the mets beat them four out of five we declared the race over it was seven in the loss column well the braves go 11 and one cut it down to three in the loss column when a crazy game saturday night atlanta does where they're down three one to houston Have and Houston has two on, nobody out, up three to one in extra innings. Braves get out of the inning down just three to one, win it in the bottom half of the inning with a walk off hit. I think they tied it, then they won it the next inning. I think they did. But then Atlanta takes the lead the next day, and the Mets are down four nothing before you can blink. And you're looking at it like, oh my goodness, this thing's going to be down at two and a half games, two in the loss column. But it flips. The Mets do what they do, which is show a lot of toughness, resilience. I know it's cliche, it's, it's, You know, these buzzwords that you hear all the time. But it's true. They show a ton of toughness. They come back once. They come back twice. They win the game in dramatic fashion. I thought Diaz gave up a three-run homer. He's kind of due for one. You could tell, you know, the Phillies were being aggressive. They were swinging early in the count. Uh, They hit a couple line drives off him. Then I think it was Stott, who I thought hit the ball out of the ballpark. Ball just died kind of at the track. And Marte and Nimmo almost run into each other. I mean, Nimmo, what are you doing? It's Marte's ball all the way. Get away from him. But the, not only do the Mets win, but Atlanta loses. They blow the early lead, and it goes back to four in the loss column. So, again, another two-game swing where, boy, this has happened a handful of times where every time Atlanta inches close, inches close, the Mets just seem to counterpunch and just dig deep and win a game and get a little separation. So the Braves have done a nice job cutting into this lead. Their schedule gets very easy coming up too. But as does the Mets. The Mets, two against the Yankees. They've got a Dodger series lurking this week, next week or so. But in between and after that, it's a lot of Rockies, Marlins, Nationals. Uh, The Braves do get the Pirates tonight. Odorizzi against Contreras, who's actually a pretty good pitcher, Contreras. So you'd think the Braves continue to bury these bad teams, the Pirates. And they get the A's. They get the Marlins. They do have some some Mariners and Giants coming up. But, look, the Braves are not going away quietly. But you figure the Mets now four-game lead in the loss column. DeGrom healthy. Scherzer healthy. Schedule's easy coming up. They're not gonna. I don't think they're going to clinch first, second week in September. I mean, they're not going to clinch, obviously, the first week in September. I don't think this is going to be smooth sailing because Atlanta's just so good. So good. Strider, Morton, Freed, that lineup, that's a really good baseball team. Harris, the rookie, just top to bottom. They're a loaded, deep team, good bullpen. Jansen at the end scares you, but and he will probably cost them a game at some point, a big game, because you can't trust Jansen. But this is probably something where the Mets win the division, but win it last week of the season, last 10 days of the season. But they will win it. I still maintain they will win it, uh, just like the Yankees Where Even though it gets close, you get tight, you get a little nervous. If you got bets on the Mets to win the East, the Yankees to win the East, you're getting a little nervous. But still, I think the Mets are in good shape here as they have just continued to show toughness time after time. And they will take on the Yankees for two. Again, if they get rained out tonight, there's an off day Wednesday where they could play this off day. So maybe they just end up playing Tuesday and Wednesday. But uh, again, the Mets just continue to show a lot of toughness, a lot of heart. As they are plus 475 to win the World Series, they have leapfrogged the Yankees. And hey, why not? How could the Yankees have shorter odds than the Mets? They can't, and they don't. So Yankees are 5-1. This is the longest odds I've seen the Yankees have in a long time. Mets, plus 475. Dodgers, who just never seem to lose, are an absolute machine, plus 350. Astros, plus 385. And then you got the Braves, 9-1, who are the, wow, the fifth favorite. So talked about you know pretty much these last couple months Dodgers, Astros, Mets, Braves, Yankees that the champion will come from one of those five teams and the odds are starting to reflect that the only thing betting the Braves at that price even though they are one of the five best teams if they don't win the division they got to win the best 2 out of 3 then win in the division round probably against LA then beat you know maybe the Mets then beat whoever the Astros I'm not even going to say the Yankees in the World Series so that's a tough four sort of leg parlay uh to be betting Atlanta at 9 to 1 but Toronto 17 to 1 Padres, who have been very spotty since getting Soto 22 to 1. Cardinals 25 to 1. Mariners 27 to 1. Phillies 35 to 1. Brewers, who have played poorly 40 to 1. Rays 45 to 1. Those are the odds at Bet Rivers to win the whole thing as the Yankees and Mets square off tonight. Both coming off very important wins. Boy, the Yankees, even though they won, they don't give you any confidence right now. It's just if they're going to win, maybe they'll get a second win here and they'll have a stretch where they win 8 out of 10. And they start to feel like the Yankees and 10 days, 14 days from now, you'll feel differently where this this stretch feels like a blip. This stretch feels like it was just a distant memory where they win seven or eight in a row. They're pitching good. They get Stanton back. Maybe they can put this behind them. It's not impossible. I just don't think it's likely at this point. Meanwhile, the Mets, they got their pitching set up. Carrasco's hurt. Walker's banged up. sounds like he could pitch Tuesday or Wednesday. It's not the end of the world. It's definitely dicey in terms of the depth. Peterson, you can live with. The kid today was terrible. But you, you got DeGrom, you got Scherzer, you got Basu's pitched very well. As long as you get Walker, Peterson, that's still a plenty good enough five. You still worry about their bullpen a little bit. But the Mets are a very good baseball team. Very good baseball team. Really an outstanding team. And, and they just have a little karma. They have a little karma. They have a little magic. And I still expect them to be playing deep, deep into October. It's always tricky predicting these playoff series that are six, seven weeks away. But we're getting there. We're, we're uh, last week of August. You know, NFL right around the corner, college football right around. I think college football starts on Saturday, that weird week zero. So maybe we'll spend a few minutes on those games. But coming up next, it is Jeff Parles. We will talk about the Mets, the Yankees, how nervous should fans be? Kickoff Are football season over. Bet Rivers that is Online next. Sportsbook. All season this long, Bet Rivers is your go-to sportsbook sports for all football-related content. Check out BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app for the latest odds, unique promotions, player props, and more. Every week, BetRivers has unique football specials to help you win big. Cheer on your favorite teams and back your favorite players with BetRivers. It's a whole new game. Must be 21 or older. Available in New York only. Void where prohibited. Gambling problem? Call 877-8-HOPE-NY. We are back. New York City cast BetRivers Sportsbook. And he is back. Mets fan, Jets fan, Vicent host. Vice producer, producer, uh, very charming and charismatic on the air. Can get a little snarky through the text messages sometimes, but it is Jeff Parles. Jeff, what's up, man? Thanks for coming on. You know, I,
1: I am a, I am a brutally bad texter, Will. Oof. So so. Found that uh, out. No, I, no, well, I know. I you know, I I just I needed when 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 I see all of Mets Twitter, freak out over things, and then someone who is smart as you are, Will. Oh, stop it. A- a- asking. Asking me, hey, are you worried about the New York Mets this year? And I'm like, no, like, there's no reason to worry about this team. Every single time, it looked like it had, it has looked like the roof is gonna cave in and something terrible is gonna happen. They do what they just did, which is win. Probably, other than the six-run comeback the seven-run ninth to come back from six down in, in early May in Philly, probably their best win of the entire season just happened. Coming down from coming back from four nothing seven four, and then eight seven, and then Diaz stumbling through the ninth for the first time in months where he didn't look dominant, and you still get there. And not only that, Will they extended the division lead this weekend? <laughs> as ridiculous as that may seem, it's now four. So they're fine. They're fine. Oh, and and they're playing the Yankees, who at, at least uh, at least the Yankees uh, realized they had to win a baseball game today, and they did.
0: For full context, I I texted Jeff, I'm happy 2.30 Eastern on Sunday, and the Braves were winning. The Mets were down 4-0 before the National Anthem was over, and it looked like it was heading to 2. And as somebody who declared this race over when the Mets won 4 out of 5 and really declared both races over with the AL East can which we can get to, uh, I started to say, oh, boy, boy, if the Braves are going to win every day, this could get a little tight. But you reassured me that there's nothing to worry about before you know it. The Braves lose, the Mets win, and I was going to ask you – Uh, Is this the best win all year? Because it's tough to put it over the Braves games. The Dodgers' win was great. The Phillies' win was great. But considering the timing and how late it is in the year and the swing of Atlanta losing and you winning, uh, it's right up there for best win of the year.
1: I would say it is the most important win they have had. Good way of putting it. I think the best win is still the comeback from six runs down in the top of the ninth in Philly. Because at that point, we realized that that was the moment. It's like, okay, we got something going on here that's, that's abnormal to the positive. And I will they lose that game? They lose that game uh, uh, a thousand times out of ten. The game against Philly, they probably lose the game they won today a thousand times out of ten in the past. I mean, there's been plenty of ones. You mentioned a Dodger one where Donis Medina all people closed that game out. Um, you had the uh, you had
0: the, sa- the Saturday or the Sunday Dodger game. You could put either one, yeah, both of them yeah, were great. Yeah,
1: yeah, the uh, the one against the Cubs, the second game of the doubleheader, yes. where Joan Lopez. Gets uh, gets the double play ball where it looked like they were gonna lose a game that they shouldn't have to a terrible team like there are just so many moments this year I mean I haven't even mentioned I didn't even mention the combined no hitter that happened in April I mean there are just so many moments that is ha- that have happened this year with this team that in the past even even other than basic, really other than 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 the two months in 2015 where Cespedes was the best player on planet Earth and the Mets obviously ran, re- used the uh, followed his coattails and won the East, and damn, near won the whole thing that year. Um, I, th- there have been so many moments with this team that are so different than what we're used to, and now you go into a series against the Yankees where, look, you, you got to split because the Braves played a Pirates. You're going you're gonna to have to assume the Braves are going to win every game against bad teams left. So, look, it, it just rolls into the next one, and who knows? Another great moment could pop up on Monday night at Yankee Stadium where you Max Scherzer going against the Yankees. And we saw how great he was in that first outing against the Yankees in that game that the Mets won on a walk-off by Marte.
0: Yeah, and you even list, list two that I might list, which is that Monday night right before the All-Star break, Scherzer versus Freed, where Atlanta had cut it to, I think, two and a half, and Scherzer pitched mm-hmm. just an incredible game. Uh, maybe even that Wednesday before the break where Bassett beat Morton. And really, the Sunday night when it was down to a half a game, Atlanta lost to the Angels. Then uh, the Mets were just in a bad funk on offense, and Alonso hits the three-run homer to come back and beat the Padres. So yeah, you could list like ten or twelve of these just incredible wins uh, the Mets have had, and uh, and probably maybe even the most unlikely is neither is one neither of us mentioned that one against I think it, was it the Cardinals on that Monday night where they they won on the air by Arenado. Oh I mean, yeah, just like I, 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 so how many. I,
1: how did I even forget? How did I forget that? That was before even the Philly comeback. Yes. We're freaking the best defensive the best defensive third baseman in baseball makes an error to extend the game and then you win the game after. Yeah, no, that's look, well, again, they they have won so many games this year. Um that, that that Met teams in the past would have lost every single time. So again, that's part of the reason I'm not worried. This team just finds a way and and uh you just you just won three out of four against the playoff team where you legitimately started three guys that were not even in your rotation four days ago. So, I mean, it really is incredible. It really is incredible how they just massacred the Phillies this year. And when it's all said and done, when when the Mets end up winning this division, the Mets massacring the Phillies is going to end up being the most important thing on why they hold off the Braves, because the Mets will play the Phillies better than the Braves
0: yeah, and to win, three out of four on the road. No Scherzer, no DeGrom. Uh, De, uh, Wheeler and Nola going for Philly. I mean, a, a split there. If I asked you before the series started, would you have signed for a split?
1: I, I wanted three out of four. Uh, but, yeah, I, look, with the way that it went, especially with – I mean, look, through two innings today, I mean, or through one inning, I mean, Buta, I, Buta was lucky to get out of the first inning without giving up 12, it seemed like. Oof. um uh, And – Look, I well, I think the biggest thing is too. Another thing with this, with just the ownage of the Phillies this year, the Mets went nine and zero in the two starts, in the starts started by Nola and Wheeler this year. That's just of all the
0: things incredible
1: against the Phillies. That's amazing, because those two guys are legitimate star caliber pitchers, and you went nine and zero in those games, and you tortured Wheeler. You basically made Wheeler pull a strider after the game yesterday, where Wheeler was complaining about. How they, the soft contact was annoying. I'm like, all right, great. He broke that guy. That's perfect.
0: Absolutely, and that's an incredible stat about be, beating uh, beating Nolan and Wheeler like that. Really, just uh, just incredible. Do you think? Let me ask you this about Atlanta. Or first of all, did you think either ball Diaz gave up in the ninth was gone? I thought the first one might have been gone off the bat. I
1: thought the first one was concerning, and then Marte. Uh was also concerning because Nimmo almost, almost took out Marte by accident also. Uh, Marte's did...
0: ball all the way. Get out of his way. Just yeah, ran yeah. right through him. I don't know if it was loud there. I mean, that's Marte's ball all the way. I know the center fielder is supposed to get everything he can, but come on.
1: Very strange. But, no, the stop ball was more concerning than the second one. The second one was, was clearly hit to the wrong part of the park. Um, but, look, I mean, Edwin Diaz has been so good for so long. And uh, at some point that was coming, an outing that was not overly impressive. But, look – uh, I, he got Hall out. I actually was told I was a little bit worried when Hall went out de- out on deck uh, to to pitch hit, but he got the threw the right pitches to Hall. He got him out. You uh, didn't let Segura beat you for a second time in as many innings. Uh, he did what he needed to do and just get back on the horse and get back to what he's been doing. Obviously.
0: Uh, you think the Mets are going to win the East. I think the Mets are going to win the East. Is this a down-to-the-wire race where those three games in Atlanta, end of September, early October are relevant? Or is this something where they clinch second, third week of September?
1: No, 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 no. The, 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 they will need – they will not have clinched because there will be six games left. They will not have clinched going into that weekend in, in, in at Truist Park. They probably will clinch in that weekend. If not, if three games with Washington at home after that, but they, they, they could very easily technically come down to game 160. That wouldn't shock me that if, they, if basically the Mets are, well, remember, there's no game One game, game 163 anymore with the new format. They don't do that anymore. So the Mets could hypothetically clinch the, uh, the NL East with a three-game lead with winning one game in Atlanta because they will have won the season series then. So I, I think they clinch in Atlanta. That's what I think ends up happening, Will, that really will be like the Mets will be – Going into that series, the Mets will be up two games. We're technically in two, three games where Atlanta, with a sweep, could technically be right in. And the Mets win one or two of those games and end up clinching it out. And uh, we want you can uh, you can see more of Mr. Votto against uh, Washington in that final week of the season.
0: You've reassured Mets fans. There's nothing to worry about. Can you say the same for Yankee fans, at least in terms of winning the division?
1: That was a pretty ginormous win today, Will. Yes, a pretty ginormous win. Especially with how it kind of went, because Nestor was awesome. And then the bullpen looks very, very shaky. Uh, they, I, I'm kind of surprised he let Peralta. I well, he had to let Peralta face uh, uh, Gurriel because of the three batter minimum. Uh, but
0: Mariano uh, Rivera's I, not walking through that door. I mean, yeah, there's no, no homes. Chapman's not Chapman. There's not too much he can but, do.
1: But, but Trevino did what he needed to do. Yeah. He got bled out. He was very good after that. Ben finally did something. So, I, I, I look, I, they, they will. I don't think you even could have considered them blowing the division altogether if, unless if it got down to four, which it still could get down to four. But I, it's just, I don't think either of the teams that are chasing them uh, in Toronto or Tampa, I don't think either of those teams, those teams have flaw, pretty significant flaws still. So I don't think either of them are ca- catching Yankees. Even though Toronto, Toronto's got a pretty easy schedule coming up uh, the next uh, the next few weeks. So that would probably be the more likely team. But I think the Yankees will end up winning the division. They might have to – they're going to wait to, clin- to clinch here, Will. They'll probably have to wait till about a week to go in the season uh, as opposed as to looking like the Dodgers, where the Dodgers may legitimately clinch in August at this rate.
0: Some of the real long-shot prices are gone out. Bet Rivers, Blue Jays 10-1, to 1, Rays 60-1. to 1. Either of those do anything for you? Worth a bet if you have the Yankees in pocket to, to hedge out? Worth it if you have nothing? E- either, of the, either of those uh, hmm. intrigue you at all.
1: Nah, nah. I would want hundred on Tampa and thirty on, on Toronto at this rate. So
0: no. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, anything for the game tonight? Mets minus one seventy. Total is seven. Boy. I mean, I know Scherzer, are I know the Yankees are struggling. Playing minus one seventy Yankee Stadium. No, I'm not doing that. To me, it'd be Yankees or nothing. Any plays for you? Anything you'd bet? Who's pitching for the Yankees? Is it Herman? Herman. But they're supposed to be. It's supposed to be bad weather.
1: Yeah, they might not even play this game. Um, so, I, I'm not going to bet it. I would probably only go over at a 7. You know, we know that ballpark. They're going to be cheapy homers, as we know. So, uh, I would only go over. I don't want to lay seventy on the road with Scherzer as good as he is. And I do expect the Mets to win the Scherzer start. And then there'll be the question mark of, will Talon Walker take the start on Tuesday for the Mets? And they push the Grom to Thursday against Colorado? Or does DeGrom take the start on normal rest? And... Fully loaded, 100 pitches plus for DeGrom at that point.
0: Yeah, part of me as a baseball fan wants to see DeGrom against the Yankees in Yankee Stadium. It'd be great theater. It'd be fun to watch. But part of me is like, boy, that, that's just a cruel and unusual punishment at this point, the way the Yankees are hitting. To have to see DeGrom would not be uh, would not be a fair fight.
1: Probably not, but it, it's baseball, man. I mean, they,
0: who knows? Maybe,
1: maybe Bennett, well, we thought this earlier in the week with Donaldson's Grand Slam, that would be the moment that would flip yeah. things, and then they promptly – lost three straight games, but who knows? You never know. I mean, Ben homer could be the moment that flips it, or the Yankees could continue to play like crap, and the Mets could take full advantage of that.
0: I kind of liked what the Yankees did at the deadline, but again, you can kill them right now, or just in general. They settle. They pass on Machado and Corey Seeger and Verlander and Harper in past years. And then this summer, you got a chance to get Soto. I know it would have cost a lot, but you settled for Ben You got a chance to get Luis Castillo. You settle for Montas, who's been awful. Uh, do, do you rethink here how the Yankees handled this deadline?
1: Well, I didn't like what they did anyway at the time, Will. I thought they didn't do enough. And then the last-minute Jordan-Montgomery deal made it from a, eh, all right, I can live with it" to what the hell are you doing? And Montgomery's been awesome at St. Louis. And Bader's still... I don't think we're going to see Bader this year, personally. I really don't. So, look, I, I, I didn't like what they did. And, and it hasn't helped that before today, Ben Attendee had really done nothing. And Montas has been horrible. And Montas is going against the Mets on Tuesday. There's no reason to think that the Mets won't hit Montas. No reason to think that they won't. So, yeah, no, again, it's the Yankees had to really push the chips all in to win it all this year. Because, again, Aaron Judge probably leaving in the offseason. So you have to push it, push everything in when you know you have a bona fide superstar having an MVP season, and the Yankees have failed horribly at doing that.
0: Judge should leave. Judge should leave because they've given him no reason to think they're going to spend around him, build around him. If they do keep him, they're going to spend a ton of money on him, and then they're going to use that as the excuse why they're not signing anybody else.
1: No, look, if I'm Aaron Judge, I mean, San Francisco Giants make a hell of a lot of sense. From that area of the country. Of course, he played college ball at Fresno State. I know Fresno's not the Bay Area, but it is is—it uh, is at least a drive from Fresno to, to San Francisco as opposed to, as opposed to a flight. But uh, look, I, I, I think that's the destination that makes the most sense. And we have seen the Yankees' unwillingness other than Stanton <laughs> uh, to, to, to be willing to give out and Cole, obviously. But the 10-year contracts are numbers they're not willing to give up. And Judge is older. I mean, the 10th year of that contract will be bad for Judge, but you know what, the beauty Yankees, who cares? Gotta win now, and again, it's really ridiculous, Will, because growing up when I grew up, I mean, it was, it, it, was, it was the core, it was the core, it was core four, and winning, win, win, winning in, in 96, 98, 99, 2000, four out of five. Should have been five out of six, and the Yankees haven't even been in a World Series since 2009. 12 year, a 10-year-old kid hasn't even sniffed the World Series. I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy to see what this has happened with this franchise that, again, this type of stretch, not being in a World Series for 12 years, should never happen to the end.
0: That is crazy, not making the World Series in 12 years. It's absolutely insane. What's even crazier to me, they've won a division once since 2012. That is hard to believe. They won in 2012, they won it in 2018. Basically, two, two division titles in a decade, this would be a third, is really unfathomable.
1: Yeah, I didn't even put two or two together because they still at least made the playoffs as a wild card a few times. Uh, but yeah, no, you're you're right. Uh, and again, it kind of kind of just a testament to the rest of the division. I mean, Toronto's the only one who hasn't won a division in that in that span. Uh, or excuse me, even Toronto won in 2015. What am I talking about? So yeah, everyone has won a division in that span. Baltimore won in 2014. Boston obviously won a few times. Toronto, Tampa's won a few times. Toronto in 2015. Uh, yeah, no, it's just a testament to everyone else getting closer. And again, you know, with with uh, with with uh, the younger Steinbrenner now in charge, you're just not willing to pay up like uh, like George was. It, it, this stretch would never have happened with George, because George would have lost his mind so badly that the Yankees would have gone out and spent and done everything possible. Probably around 2015, uh, a year that they lost to the Astros in a wild card game. Uh, after that happened, like this is unacceptable. And in 2016, 2017, instead of losing to Houston in the ALCS, they probably would have got by Houston because they would have went out went out and made a few more moves, even though those were kind of the baby bomber years, the 2017 team. That team was about a year ahead of, pro- ahead of schedule.
0: Fun team, really fun team. And I agree 100% with what you're saying. Look, George wasn't perfect. He'd give away some prospects. He'd give out some bad contracts. But he would come over the top and he would sort of cover it up with more contracts, whether it was the Raul Mondesi, Cecil Field, or Daryl Strawberry, he would spend on top of spend, on top of spend. And they wouldn't be in this position. They would have either Seager or Machado or Soto or Harper, probably two of these guys instead of none they of would
1: them. Have, they, they would have Harper and Machado. That yeah. offseason, they would have got at least, at least one of them, maybe bald. And then you mentioned Seager. You keep mentioning Seager. Like that, that guy in that ballpark, Corey Seager, hit 40 home runs at Yankee Stadium. I mean, he would have been perfect. Instead, you're freaking going with with, with kiner Falefa and guys who are not quite ready to be full impact major league players yet there.
0: And I don't think kiner Falefa is going to get to 40 this year. I don't have my calculator in front of, of me, but so. it's, it's August 22nd. He has one. Uh, you carry the one here. I don't think he's going to get to 40. It just gets it may, ridiculous.
1: It, 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 may, it may take him four years, uh, excuse <laughs> me, five years to get to 40 at this rate.
0: Uh, Garrett Cole – fill in the blank here. Garrett Cole is a top blank pitcher in the big leagues. Ten. Okay. Boy, I think – I I don't have the list in front of me. I think we can go through ten. That's just the number that jumps to your head? Or do you have a specific he's still, list?
1: He's still a top ten guy. A back end, but
0: – Okay. Look,
1: I mean, that was the – only, the only thing is, though, like, you can still be a top ten pitcher in baseball and be a choke artist. I mean, you can be. I mean, we've seen – I mean, look at how many closers through time. I mean, Billy Wagner may, may Billy Wagner may make the Hall of Fame, and Billy Wagner, even though everyone blames Beltron in '06, Billy Wagner is even more than the, pitch, the starting pitching injuries is the biggest reason the Mets did not win the World Series in 2006. He was so unreliable earlier in that NLCS that Aaron Heilman had to pitch the ninth inning against Game Seven, and it was the right move, even though Molina homer often. So, like, you can be a top ten guy, and you're. Uh, especially as a pitcher and be a choke artist. It happens plenty. Happens plenty in, throughout the history of baseball.
0: I think he's really good, but they paid for great. Not really good. I've defended him. I think he's pitched well in the playoffs, obviously, except for Boston last year. He was dealing with a hamstring injury. I kind of give him a pass there. Uh, but look, he, he's clearly, I mean, he it's really a coin flip between him and Cortez, as crazy as that is. Who would you want in a big game? You know Cortez isn't going to get bombed out of the building. I still might go with Cole, but it's very close. And uh, l- let me just read a list and let me know who you would take over Cole. Verlander. Would you take Verlander or Cole? For right
1: now, we're not doing yeah. long-term, correct? Right now, Justin Verlander, I'd right rather
0: now. have in a big game. Not even close. Cease.
1: Oh, I'd rather have Cole. I don't trust Dylan Cease still. I, I still think okay. that-, that he's a guy that this is – even though he's improved every single year, i I'd still rather have Cole in a big game than Cease.
0: McClanahan.
1: I would rather – oh, God. Oof. Closer than it should be because McClanahan has not been the same since the All-Star break. Uh, I, I'd probably still take Cole, but it's close.
0: Otani. I'd
1: rather have Otani in a, in a big game than Cole.
0: How about the Blue Jays, guys, Manoa and Gaussman?
1: Uh, you know, those two guys need to prove it in the playoffs first. Uh, and, again, I know I said they labeled Cole a choke artist. That's close. I think I'd rather have Gosman but Montmanoa. But that very easily could change. Cortez. I'd rather have Cole out there. I'd still rather have my most talented guy out there. Alcantara. (laughs) So you have to say Alcantara based off the year. But Alcantara Alcantara got bombed uh, on Sunday in L.A. He he he's gonna have to face the Dodge the Braves, and the Phillies his next two starts. Alcantara could end up blowing that Cy Young race, but he's still got to take him based off the year that he's had.
0: I give Alcantara a little bit of a pass just because Joey Gallo. I mean, that's a hard guy to get out. Nobody can get out Joey Gallo, so you got to give him a little bit of a pass there. Joey
1: Joey Gallo, I know. it's the curse of Gallo. I mean, oh know. I mean, it's pretty amazing that Gallo goes from New York to LA, and basically Gallo is basically back to what he was in Texas.
0: Can't kill the Yankees though. I mean, they, you had to do it. No, He's striking had out to do it. every time. They, had, to they do had,
1: it. To, they had to do it. To let do me it.
0: let me just give you a few more Burns, Freed, uh, Wheeler. Uh, any uh, of those?
1: I'd rather have Burns. I'd rather have Wheel. Or excuse me, I'd rather have Burns over Cole. I'd rather have Freed over Cole. I'd rather have Cole over Wheeler. And,
0: and obviously, two, you take Scherzer, and, uh, you take the DeGrom, Right?
1: The two the two Mets guys are absolutely over him.
0: Yeah. How about? Okay. Did you mention? How about Woodruff, Nola, guys like that? I'd rather have Cole or both of those guys. I got an interesting one for you. You got to win the game today. Spencer, Strider, or Cole? Cole. Still take Cole. I think i go some, with Strider.
1: At some point, Strider is going. I look, Strider Strider, his brain melted in that game at City Field uh, in early August. Um, and I, he looked better, obviously. He looked pretty good last night, on Saturday night against the Astros in that wackadoo game at Houston. Probably should have won four or five different times. But I'd rather have Cole than Strider still. Freed's the, yeah, so the only guy in that Atlanta staff. I definitely would take, even though, again, even though it will, this will sound idiotic, but if it's a big game, I'd rather have Charlie Morton on
0: the mound. Oh, no, all. I was just going to say him. <laughs> I was just going to say numbers, He is great in a the, big game.
1: Even, even though the numbers don't say that at all, Morton has proved it time and time out that the dude is a great big game pitcher. He
0: just is. You don't have to sell me on that at all. I was going to say Morton and Mook. I, I went on, I think, Tuesday on Vison and I was like, it was Walker versus Morton. I was like, I know the numbers don't justify it, but trust me, Morton over Walker in a big game. He's done it for the Astros. He's done it for the Rays. He's done it for the Braves. He's been great. Now, he started slow in his career. He's almost – if he's able to pitch a few more years, boy, if he was any good in his first you know, 10 years in the league, he had a chance to make the Hall of Fame. He is not a good big game pitcher. He's a great big game pitcher.
1: Yeah, I, I don't think he's even close. But, but he's no, a guy he, that – he started too he, late. He, he's a guy who who's always been reliable, obviously – Closed out game seven and seventeen for Houston, uh, and look in a three game series for Atlanta, it, it, a freed a free I I would imagine that that Strider and Morden will go after Freed and not uh, Kyle Wright in a, in a best of three. That's a pretty scary for a trio to have to face. You're the Padres or the Phillies, and that is your best of three.
0: That's a good question. How do you think the order? Say that again, because I I've gone I back go, and I forth. Would, this. I,
1: I would I would Freed's got to pitch game one.
0: Freed's got to so? pitch okay. game one. Yes, Freed's got to pitch game one. Two.
1: And then, uh, look, I think that's a matter of of what Snitker's pre- uh, uh, preference is. Do you want the young guy in in a game two, especially if your ace wins game one? Yeah. Uh, do you want the young guy in a, in, in, in a non-winner take-all? I'd rather have Strider, especially if Atlanta wins game one, assuming they would with Freed uh, against, regardless, whoever San Diego's throwing or same with Philly, um, assuming those are the matchups. In a best of three, I'd rather have Strider go in Game Two and then save my my veteran horse for Game Three. Just you just can't have a situation like happening in 2019 where the game was over before you even took your first at bats. Yeah,
0: Yeah, Joe Torre used to always say, "Game three, look, I I don't mind pitching Cone. I don't mind pitching my quasi ace in Game three because." If I'm down two zero, I need the game. If it's one one, it's a swing game. If I'm up two zero, I don't care. So game three is a lot of is a swing game. So I could see saving Morton for that third game again. You got to worry if he's pitching game three. He's less likely to come out of the bullpen quicker. But we're getting deep into the weeds. It is a fascinating conversation. And, and while we're on that topic, uh, for the Mets, De- Degrom definitely goes game one in the playoff series.
1: I don't know about definitely. That's you really got to think on that one. Um, I, I, I don't I, think the look, kid that
0: pitched today is going game one. I'll make that prediction. I
1: don't think I don't think we'll see Mr. Buto uh, again for a while. But uh, look, I, I think you have that is a legitimate coin flip for Scherzer and Degrom. I think I'd rather have Degrom in game one and Scherzer in game two. God forbid Degrom gets beat. I think I'd rather have Scherzer following him up uh, than vice versa. As, as wild as that may sound. Um, but I think yeah, I think you go to Ground Game One, Scherzer Game Three, Bassett Game Four, or excuse me, I'm skipping a game. The Ground One, Scherzer Two, Bassett Three, and then I don't know what you do in Game Four now because Walker is all over the place right now, and you got to see Carrasco pitch after he gets back from his oblique. If Carrasco's healthy, it's probably Cookie, but uh, we'll have to see. Uh,
0: the three playoff teams in the American League and the three teams, uh, three playoff teams in the National League in terms of the wild cards are who? That's what I think. Status quo. Yeah. I, I
1: think the Orioles are really, at this point, the only team I added that is out of the playoff mix would be Baltimore in the AL. That's the only one I would give a chance to. And that's still going to be tough. Um, the NL, I, I mean, look, as as brutal as the Padres have been since making all those big moves, the Brewers have been an embarrassment. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I you can't pick the Brewers to catch San Diego or Philly at this rate. Uh, I think the Padres do hop the Phillies, and we end up with Philadelphia at St. Louis and San Diego at Atlanta, um, which, which again, will. The Phillies, if the Mets get the two and win the East, and it is a Cardinal-Philly be- Cardinal best of three, that will be the most aggressive I will ever root for a Philadelphia team in my life because the difference between seeing the Phillies and the Cardinals in a best of five with the way the Mets have played the Phillies this year, and I don't care if Harper's back, The Phillies do not scare me one bit. The Cardinals scare me because you have two MVP candidates, plus you have pitchers that, even though they're not particularly great, you really want to face Adam Wainwright in the playoff game. You really want to do that, even though his stuff is still it's still amazing. He gets people out as effectively as he does at his age and his stuff. Uh, so I look, I. I I I don't know if that was where the conversation was going, but the opponent that I want to see as a Mets fan, assuming the Mets win the East in a division series, it is the Phillies, and there is no argument whatsoever.
0: I think I'd rather play the Cardinals just because it's weird. The Mets have played so well against Philly and Wheeler and Noah, like you mentioned, they're almost due to lose to them, which I know is a stupid reason, but I still think Wheeler and Noah, I look at the tops of the rotations and I really simplify it. To me, the Cardinals pitching doesn't scare me. I know Wainwright's Wainwright, but Mikolas, Wainwright, I mean, Dakota Hudson, I don't even know who they'd pitch. No,
1: Hudson Hudson wouldn't pitch. No, he wouldn't. I think that would be the Cardinal best of five series and best of seven. All They, again, the order might be screwy because of the best of three, but Wainwright, Michaelis, Montgomery, and Quintana got to be your
0: four if you're St. Louis. It's not terrifying. It's really not. No, it's I, not, I know it's, what it's, you it's mean not, about Goldschmidt. It's yeah.
1: not. But but that's that's it. That's a this the St. Louis lineup, even with Harper back for Philly, scares me more. There are just there are just more spots with a mix of young and old. I mean. Jesus, Pauls might end up hitting 700 when this is all said and done. <laughs> Crazy. Which is <laughs> totally insane. Crazy. So, I mean, uh, yeah, it, it'll be, it'll, again, it'll be, we got a month to go. It'll be fascinating to see. And it really will be interesting with these best of threes. Uh, how What happens in these best of threes? Do we see mostly chalk like we did in 2020? Or do we see some upsets? Uh, it'll really be interesting to see.
0: Jeff, you're the best man what uh are you hosting anything this week let everyone know where they can find you
1: yeah I'm hosting primetime action on Thursday and Friday so that's seven o'clock eastern uh p.m uh Thursday and Friday and uh doing something on the weekends I don't remember which show I'm doing because the schedule is is all, all all always changing on the weekends but hey Will, we're we're getting close to football season I can't wait once we uh once the baseball is over we'll be talking about two teams that are probably a combined uh five and five and fifteen by then so
0: we'll really oh, we yeah. have Jet, a lot of fun jets jets falcons anything tonight jets plus two and a half no no i don't even
1: okay. i don't even know what salah's plan is for this
0: game so no 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 bets jeff you're the best man appreciate it thanks for coming on thank you will all right thank you guys for listening thank you to jeff Parles. forgot to mention jets and falcons also in action tonight jets minus two and a half total 38 and a half. i don't have a ton on that game i'm not huge into betting these preseason games i know they're fun so jets falcons i'm now with lee here's what i would say and I, i've talked about this before if you like the jets take the two and a half if you like atlanta take the money line hell you can even take atlanta on the money line jets plus two and a half throw a few bucks on each maybe it lands on one or two because a lot of these times these teams try to avoid and it's not even overtime in the preseason it's just a tie so these teams do whatever they can to avoid a tie so if you're down seven you score a touchdown you go for two things like that so Nothing, nothing for me here in terms of the Jets-Falcons game, but did want to mention Jets and Falcons face-off tonight. Giants played the Bengals last night. Thibodeau left with an injury. Sounds like he avoided anything serious. I'm sure by the time you listen to this, we'll have a more official update. He, he waved off the cart. He got cut block where it looked bad. He's grabbing his knee, but it looked like they avoided disaster as the Giants and Bengals met last night. Jets and Falcons tonight. And before you know it, the real thing, Giants and Titans pretty soon here in a couple weekends, a couple weeks. And the Jets and the Ravens, we'll see if Wilson is ready for week one. And even if he is, it's going to throw off his reps. He's not going to be able to practice. So that is something to keep an eye on. Ravens and Jets, Giants and Titans here just days away, weeks away, days away. So it's around the corner. We're getting there. We're uh, you know, pretty soon Labor Day, college football, and then the NFL shortly to follow. But we will be back tomorrow. Talk plenty of Mets, Yankees, maybe a little football. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to download, rate, review, subscribe. This is is the New York City cast presented by Bet River Sportsbook.